two humorous nurses with Kelly and Alicia. The podcast that wishes they were capable of an ingenious level of comedy. Welcome to episode 20 of Two Humorous Nurses, where we plan to bring you funny, informal, conversational chat about all things nursing. Today's guest is none other than the hilarious nurse Georgie Carroll. (laughs) Georgie is a registered nurse, comedian, author, wife and mother, and probably some others. She's famous for her stand-up skit, The Three Stages of Nursing, which went viral. This penguin has been looking forward to recording with you for weeks. I'm so excited that you replied to our message. <laughs> Georgie, welcome to Two Humorous Nurses. Why, thank you for having me, you two. I like chatting. I like chatting. And this is so, so do we. Yeah. I, remember, I remember I actually sent you the first message on Instagram and I text Kelly. I'm like, so I just did something stupid. And I, I messaged <laughs> Georgie Carroll. <laughs> Had a long shot to see if she'd come on the podcast and then I couldn't believe uh-huh. that you replied. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah, if anyone else I always reply to everything unless you're a catfish. There's like um I'm more of a Facebooker still though. I'm a Facebooker, not an Instagram. Yeah, you've I got a huge amount of followers on Facebook. If I get if I get an Instagram message, I don't quite like I don't know for days. You know, yeah. I find out a year later that people have asked me, so I don't know when you asked me. Um, Didn't matter. I don't really know so where excited. it is on my phone. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Georgie, we're a nursing podcast, obviously. Um, so we started yeah. it because we love a good laugh and obviously so do you. <laughs> so, um, yeah. But because we're a nursing podcast, we thought we'd ask you a bit about your nursing career. So can you tell us how long you've been nursing and a little bit about your career? Right. So I started. Do you know the year that you started? Yeah. I started two, 2014. See, yeah, I thought I'd started in 2000. And then when I wrote my book, I had to look. No, it wasn't my book. It was a CV to come back to nursing. Apparently, I started in 2003. <laughs> but I, maybe I'm counting the student years. I don't know. I can't. I still think when I, when I date my wedding and everything, I think the paperwork's wrong. It's really weird. Yeah. But yeah. I, only... so I, think I, started, I think I started in 2000 and I started as part of something called Project 2000, which was all the nurses in England had gone on strike. So then... They had no nurses and they just wanted a lot of them. And so they lowered all the academic qualifications for getting in. (laughs) And I did three years of, it was uni, I got a degree, but most of it was about how not to strike rather than how to nurse. (laughs) There was a lot of stuff on trade unions. Um, So by the time I qualified, I wasn't, I'd still had the heart of one. Uh, But like, for instance, I'd never worked a PCA machine. And oh. I was dangerous to the point of just pretending I have. <laughs> you know, like that, just to go, oh, so you PCA. You make it. Oh, yeah, I know a PCA. I definitely know what a PCA is. <laughs> I was like that. I totally bluffed it for a couple of years and think- got in trouble a lot. Um, I did the yeah. same thing I found myself in my grad year with a patient with a continuous bladder washout going and I stood in the oh. in the impress room crying holding two big bags of saline <laughs> going yes. take it till you make it take it till you make it <laughs> yes the two things which is so appalling now when I look back but I always ask students I've got if there's anything that they think they should know that they don't know that they're bluffing because there's always something isn't it yeah. my yeah. two I hated phoning doctors. I thought they were like this mythical beast mm. that you couldn't, that you needed to know everything when you rang them and you don't. And then the other one was finding the right infusion in the, in the you know, like if someone went go, go get me a bag of Dexaline. And they, <laughs> they all looked the same. And it, it was just something that no one had ever really talked me through. I'd just bring all of them out. Yeah. And, and then, the someone, best. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so if you are new, don't worry. There's loads of things that aren't common sense. No, that's right. 
I did yeah. 10 years in England, started off a, a very sort of, because uh, it's not well staffed in England. You don't know how good you got it here. Like one, one to four patients we get in SA, uh, one to maybe up to eight on a night shift. Um, in England, I was on one to 15 by the time I left. <laughs> oh my Jeez. God. Is that because they kept going on strike? Well, no, they'd stop striking because it taught us all how not to strike. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was just, it's just a system under pressure. You know, it's just, yeah. you imagine uh, three times as many people as Australia, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. three or four times as many people as Australia. And, and then just so, yeah, and just such a sick nation as well. Yeah. And so uh, the people in charge of the hospitals, much like they are now, were people who'd been in charge of Target or a pet. Yeah. Pet food company who've done incredibly well at cutting back on overheads, and so yeah, that's how they ran it. So when I came here, I was just oh my. Even on intensive care, I used to have two. So you know, it was like it's really weird when I came here and I got a break and yeah, that was mad. So yeah, so when I was in England, I probably didn't think I was ever good at nursing for ten years. I just liked the patients, and then oh, wow. when I came here, it made me like it again. I was It'd be like, so oh. hard to feel like you're doing a good job with 15 patients because mm. I feel like that's hard enough. It's a hard yeah, enough definitely. Yeah. All the things that you, all the things that you hear the relatives complain about, they were sat in shit for hours, and but it's like some. It, it just got to the point where that couldn't be a priority sometimes. Or, yeah, yeah, it was, it was just horrendous. Yeah, so, yeah. I can't imagine what they're going through now with having oh, COVID. COVID. But love to all of them. If there's any UK listeners. Yeah, mm. right. well, there are UK listeners apparently. Not many of them, but, but a few, yeah. there's a few down there. There might be a few more now that we've got you on. <laughs> and so I was quite got cutting edge, intensive care, emergency, that kind of thing. And then when I started comedy, I just de skilled and de skilled again. Yeah. And so I got really good. And then I de skilled and stopped doing anything but the mandatory training. And um, yeah, I think I think that is it. I've got a great hack. I don't know if you lot will be allowed to air this one, but. Do you know that all the unions have um, CPD hour point things on them? Yeah. 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 Well, do you know that just each one in the country has a different training thing? So if you just do the inhaler module on all six different unions, <laughs> you've made up your hours. Just do the same one. Yes. Oh, Waiting since so we audited to see if it's bulletproof, but I think it is. I'm going to write just that do down. The same qualification on different boards, and it will. Yeah. It will That's crazy. That's brilliant. <laughs> You've yeah. said in um, some interviews in the past that you are addicted to making people laugh. What yes. led you to comedy from nursing? Like, why? What was? Well, you're a bit step? of a storyteller, aren't you? Yeah, I am. You yeah. are, so you know, yeah. you're you're that, are you that bit of the unit that just. Um, well, yeah, I always thought that nice I was. That was like funny. I'd sit around a night shift and everyone would sit around yeah. me and I'd tell stories. Yeah. And I, but I wouldn't go out and do a, like a stand up comedy gig. Kelly's but a better one. Kelly I'm would like hide star. behind walls and like jump out at you when you come around <laughs> yes. the corner. <laughs> yes, that's so it. bad. Yeah. 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 I'm that. If you're hidden the smaller nurses in um, laundry bags as well. <laughs> no, under the desk. <laughs> under the I desk, <laughs> in laundry bags and you can mm. put them in there. Yeah. Might not be with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon you would. Um if you've got it, yeah, they're consenting to get in. And but yeah, just that. Even at work, I would probably me and you would very much get on. We would get some work done, but it would be a lot of yeah. chatting. Yeah, a lot, lot of chatting. <laughs> I think we'd rock up to the morning shift and be like, oh yeah, it's you. 
yeah, yeah. like I think we proper like, <laughs> oh, today's going to go quick. Yeah. So, so when yeah, did you do like, your first comedy gig? Like what year? Oh, I shouldn't ask you about years. You'll never remember. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not good at numbers. So I reckon, oh, it was after I got to Australia, which was 2010. I saw something like in um, one of you, I went back down the YouTube channel and there was something about around 2012. Did it have a brick wall in the background? Yeah, I think you're, you're in a blue top and it actually is called oh. Georgie Carroll's first comedy gig or something. Oh, no, that was the first uh, one that I wouldn't get struck off for. My, my first gig. So nurses just back each other, don't they? You know, like oh, if yeah. one of you starts selling candles, everybody buys the candles. And, yeah. You know, it's just, it's, it's just like that. <laughs> you just do it. And I went to watch a comedy night and it was shit house. It was so bad. And I went up to the promoter and was, I thought it was like karaoke. I didn't know it was an art form. So I saw the promoter and said, not funnier than they are. Can I have a go? And he said, well, we're booked tonight, but come back next week with three to five minutes. And I came back the week after and just told everyone at the hospital, everybody that I was doing it and everybody came. So this little room that seated about 120 that normally had 20 people in it, suddenly had 120 people in it, all of them drinkers. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The bar was making money, the room was pumping, everybody was, and nurses and doctors and all healthcare workers laugh really hard when they're laughing. Yeah. And it was a weekday and they don't care that it's a weekday because yeah. of shift work. So yeah. like, it was just the best starter gig. But I was very, I, in hindsight, it is on the internet, but I think I've hidden it. I was very cheap about uh, how I laughed at people in psychosis. <laughs> so that's the thing that I'm like I just need that there's certain things you can say at a barbecue and there's certain things you don't put on an internet you know um, there so. was a joke that you said that was probably around that era and it it stuck with me that you said that <laughs> sun safe hats make you look like you need a carer <laughs> like I need a carer yeah I'm not a hat person man <laughs> that was gold made me yeah. laugh there is a level of conversation within nursing. I think there's like a hidden thing, not a hidden thing. We're just trusted. We can tell people mm-hmm. to take the clothes off and they do. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Can, we can ask them the most intimate things and they just answer and they know that we are judging them, but we still care. Yeah. <laughs> not judging yeah. them, but you know, like they know that there will be a conversation somewhere that's quite ridiculous yeah. about it. If only they be. knew what you said in the nurse's station. Right. Well, the new hospital in Adelaide, the Royal Adelaide, have glass staff rooms so that you can, if someone can lip read. <laughs> Thank God for masks. Oh, there's no masks yeah. in Adelaide, is there? We're still wearing masks at no. work every day. So, which oh which country? Oh, are you in Melbourne? Are you a Victoria? Victoria, thing? yeah. yeah. We'll be wearing masks mm. for the rest of our lives. Yeah, I have yeah. a feeling we'll be wearing masks forever. It's only yeah. been Friday that we've been able to stop wearing them in the supermarket. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it feels so different here. It feels yeah. so, because I'm in Melbourne at the moment. I'm, yeah. I'm actually quarantined at the moment um, because I had, oh, this is really naughty. So Adelaide's got a different vibe to it. So everyone who's got a runny nose now assumes you've got hay uh. fever. Oh, we're in that phase of it where we're all very complacent and we haven't had any for yonks and it's just like people are now going back to work with colds and you know yeah and then I flew here and uh kind of got ill and was still going to work here at this festival (laughs) and uh, then I just suddenly I looked around and everybody is still so fearful of it as you should be you went through a horrible time yeah I just sort of had to go to my agent and go, do you know what? We're going to have to pull shows. This is not a state where you can have a cold in public anymore. No. 
No. No, you just have to. Did you get the swab? Did you get the pap smear up the nose? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it back now. I've got RSV, which we all know is a piece of piss. Wait, stop being productive coughing and then I'm out. (laughs) Yes. So yeah, so you lot have had a very different experience. I've not met a COVID. I've Mm, my worst way. I think I've tested about 3,000 people and not one of them. Yeah. Positive. <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, yeah. So I went back to work for the year. Just yeah. We were going to ask that. I loved it. I loved. Here's the things I loved against the things I didn't love. Uh, I loved patients. I forgot <laughs> how. Oh, just humans. Just, just no. There's no other job where you get to meet every human, yeah. every kind it's of human. So true. Yeah. In every little pickle that they get into. And I just love them. It probably inspired some more comedy from you, did it? Oh, it was, yeah. It, it's just every day there's something to, something to enjoy. I mean, I, I remember the first day, it was like a, an episode of Grey's Anatomy. I was crying, I was laughing, I was everything. I welled up in tears when I walked past a baby brother meeting his new baby oh in the corridor because he wasn't allowed on the unit so they had to do it in the corridor oh, no. and I just went past and I'm like Ooh! <laughs> then I go to the next bit and the and there's a, a woman who being escorted do you know when you've got someone who lives in the hospital because no one knows where to place them mm. yeah but she's very violent so then you walk around the corner and it's her getting flanked by six security officers <laughs> holding balloons because that makes a real thing <laughs> it's just like the weirdest yeah, I'd just forgotten how bizarre and how wonderful it is to be in everybody's world like that. That's pretty um, much every day at our work. Yeah. Like <laughs> mixed yeah. bed surge, acute ward. Yeah. Um, we yeah. get everything and and with an urgent care centre attached as well. And just, you know, some days you go home and just shake your head like how, <laughs> how, why? How are people... Yeah. And like, so I went on the districts because like I said, even though when I say I'd de-skilled, it doesn't mean that being on the district isn't skilled. Like it's a different level of autonomy and stuff. And it, mm. but it's a different level. They're generally predictably getting better when you're on yeah. the district rather than potentially getting worse. Um, <laughs> and yeah, just going in people's houses is next level as well. Just Oh, there's on. no way. How did the district nurses yeah. react to knowing that you called them woodland creatures? <laughs> Ah, well, I was with them before, and they do look like woodland creatures. They do, all of them. They have these little, they all have the same haircut, all have like a little bit of a lady dye going on. (laughs) We had two bald ones in our unit. I don't know what, I've never met a bald nurse anywhere else, and we had two headscarf ones, and they weren't on treatments or anything. They're just alopecia. And so, you know, it just, it's just, these gorgeous little woodland creature. That is so um, funny. I love it. And yeah. you, you've, got to have a, you've got to have a certain affability about you to walk into people's houses. Mm. Oh, yeah. You've got to yeah. be that kind of woodland creature nature. You couldn't be a snob. You couldn't be a... You couldn't be a... Feeling welcome in every environment. Yeah. Or just a little bit for your girls in the future. Just never tell a, your relatives that you like something because I've been in people's houses and where everything is Elvis or everything yeah. is Peacock. And it's just, I'm like, so you like peacocks? And I'm like, no. <laughs> once. And now every birthday, I mean, to be honest, I don't like peacocks. And just every birthday, I get peacock mugs. And I must have just telling people I like, people I like massages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not even allowed them now, are you pregnant? You can't have a massage when you're pregnant. A facial. A facial. Yeah. 
Can you lie on your Do back? Do you get to sit and do nothing when you're pregnant at work? Because that used to be a thing when I started. The pregnant ones get to got to sit down and everyone else would do their jobs. Well, she's well, in so charge, so she you... does that anyway. It's to the point where, like, it's such a novelty because we don't have, you know, there's probably maybe 40 people that work on our ward and I was the only pregnant one. So they're all like, don't you touch that. Don't you get up. You shouldn't yes. be doing that. I'm like, this patient <laughs> is 36 kilos. I'm pretty sure I could lift her with my <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this before I was pregnant. But they all treat That's you. That's so lovely, though. I know. It is, it's gorgeous. But fuck, like, it, if you come in because, you know, it's hot outside or you've rushed in or something and you're a bit sweaty, they're like, oh, no, you better sit down or you don't look well or do you need to go home? I'm like, shut up. I'm fine. I'm just fucking <laughs> yeah. Because I'm pregnant. Oh, I love it. Oh, yeah, it's nice when you get to it. <laughs> no, it is nice though. They like they do treat you. There's pretty lots well. of older nurses on the ward, so they're like super. And because mum, we're in a like. small town, they how country like are them. you? Are you like remote or are you? I, okay, so here's my theory: country towns, one in four is amazing, and then the other three people were born there and forgot to move. Which which is yours? Oh, like, got a I think there. our town's pretty. Our town's really good. We have about between seven and eight thousand people mm. in our town. Farmers. Oh, that is quite small, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty small. Like we've got one little strip of shopping centres and a very small yeah. little industrial area and a small hospital a that's target just, country. We had a target country. It's came it's just up, changed to K Hub. K Hub. Moving up in the world. So we're yeah. about half an hour, but between two big sort of towns so um we oh, can escalate nice. our patients and get them out really quickly <laughs> get them the hell out yeah you get a helicopter i always used to get at the beginning i was so excited when helicopters turned up i was like this is so exciting mm-hmm. and then it'll just be a leg ulcer that no one's looked at for yeah. a while like, oh, you know like is it, it's never it's never what you imagine you always no, imagine it's like a crocodile attack or i think we did send someone with a kidney stone via airplane <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, whatever. But, but whatever gets them there quicker. Anyway, enough about yeah. us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's 20, talk about me again. Yeah. 2020, I mean, it was such a joke of a year anyway, a but it was show. the international year of the nurse. I absolutely milked that. I think that's I think that's why I went viral. I released the dolphins on Tell International us. Nurses Day. Oh, was it on <laughs> International Nurses Day? They released that. Yeah, that's what made that's what made it fly. It was and it wasn't the nurses sharing it, it was people sending it to their nurse friends. So I looked it up the other day to show someone at work and I looked yeah. it up and it was on that, um, like the ANMF, like yeah. the Union for Victoria. They had shared it on yeah. Facebook. That's how I found it. And I was like, oh, God, that's. No, the, uni- the unions are great. If you're not in a union, get in one. Like they totally no, back Definitely me. in the union. They plug yeah. all of my shows. They book me for conferences and they're just great. They don't care what I say. They need um, <laughs> well, we actually contacted them when we started this podcast to see if we could like look like the legalities around it, and they were like, "Just go for it. Sounds great. Sounds really yeah. funny." Like <laughs> we were like, "Okay, yeah, then." The union's great. The board's different, but anyway. So, yeah. you're asking me about year of the nurse and midwife. So, tell us about the um, tell us about the skit, the three stages of nursing for anyone that might not have. We'll link it obviously in the show notes. Oh, but... oh I love it. So I've written about eight. I don't know, again, not numbers, uh, seven or eight shows I've written about and just how much fun it is being with humans and being in humans. And yeah, I probably rag on nurses more than patients now. I've learned yeah. that 
Yeah, everybody in the audience has a patient that they know that's been through what I'm laughing at. So it's like, oh, I'll lay off them a bit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the thing that we all just see at nursing, and it isn't for all of me, it's that uh, that nurses over time, you start off so full of fucking joy and <laughs> munchausen's and just your, your desire to heal. And I remember going on a holiday just after learning CPR and um, it, we went on like a, a holiday where everybody was grey. You know, like it was a real old person's place we went to in Spain. And I was just willing people to collapse because I knew what to do now, which is not the right way. But I was just so excited that I could save someone that I wanted them to collapse. <laughs> it's and like the opposite of Kelly. She's like, like off duty. She's like, oh, I don't know any nurses here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, exactly where I'm at I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at now. So I'm 20 years in and I will go past a, a, a car accident. And if it looks all right, I'll just, I, I don't think I stopped at one. You know, someone will be there soon. It's just, and so, you know, it's that progression of, uh, the we all come or most people come in it for the same reasons and then occasionally a thing a, a part of the job will take a little bit out of you and it's trying to keep trying to keep the joy in it isn't it yeah uh, and you know we've all we've all met the cranky ones a bit later on we've all met the ones who've done it for years and aren't cranky but you know it's just uh yep. have you heard of the dunning-kruger effect no oh this perfectly <laughs> we'll do it with doctors not nurses because then i'm not bragging <laughs> with the nurses <laughs> So the Dunning-Kruger effect is when they come into doctoring, um, they believe they're quite good, but their skill set is poor. And then a few years later, their skill set is so much better, but they think they're shit. And then at the end, their skill set is amazing, but they forgot how hard it was to get there. Mm. And it's not just in doctoring, it's in nursing, it's in everything. Yeah. So yeah, so I started off with the dolphins, who were the young fucking morning, and then went through in the skip to the... You'll have to watch it. I only put it on yeah, Facebook. That's... I like the part where you said with the orcas, like they don't attack humans, but they're the only mammal that attacks dolphins. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, but regularly so kill dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah see- I've been so lucky. I've never been bullied. Yeah. Oh. I haven't been bullied either. I've, I've got seen rats. I haven't noticed. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> Mm, yeah, I probably, yeah, water for ducks back. Mm. Because I was shit at the beginning. Like I explained, I must have been mm. bullied at some point. But. I didn't notice. I just you were too busy. Yeah, I don't know. too busy to... too busy being funny. No, you wouldn't have got bullied because you're too funny. People be like, "Oh fuck, we can't bully this bitch because she's gonna write a comedy skit about <laughs> I did it." A bit of bullying. I did a bit of bullying. I got sent to an office for bullying, um, but she deserved it. So she was, she, she was a ward clerk. Um, oh. and she was a mole, and they're not all moles. Some of them are gorgeous. No. I did the. Have you got the delirium? Uh, score chart yeah yeah the yeah 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 I did that on her and it, she scored a shackling do you know what I mean like she scored a shackling um I once told her I'll have a job soon because I printed out my own patient stickers and she didn't talk yeah. for the rest of the shift <laughs> oh yeah when they're good they're very very good but when they but this this award clerk had a special ergonomic chair that looked oh, like so much don't fun. touch it saddle mm. it was a saddle and it had a nice backrest and I just wanted to go on it and she wouldn't let me and um well she doesn't work night shifts does she so I used to go around <laughs> and talk about it, <laughs> 
And um, yeah. When I was a grad, I realized that you couldn't get anything done unless the ward clerks liked you. So I was such a suck. Yeah. I'd be like standing behind them, giving them massages, <laughs> like <laughs> waiting yeah. for my stuff. <laughs> yes. And they'd be like, oh, well, yes, I'll, I'll do that for a later because oh, she'll give me a massage. I just learned to do yes. it myself. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> You've got a show at the moment, Off the Charts. Oh, it's a book, mate. It's a book oh, as well. Yes. Yeah, that's right. I'm fucking I, lockdown. Um, tell I us know. about it. Well, very put down. I just fucking course. pre-ordered it. <laughs> yes. But do you not find that you can't, are you big readers either of you? Uh, I'm not. I read more than she does. Yeah. But I, I have I a really read, short attention span. I don't think, I don't think most people like reading a book all the way through all at once. Like you like one that you can pick up, pick up and put down again. Yeah, yeah. That's like I didn't so true. like one that was a story right from the beginning to the end. Whenever uh, I get, I don't like we're flighty creatures, nurses. We're very, we've got brains all over the places, and so it's like if you start a book and then three days later you read the next bit of the book, you're just like, who the fuck is Linda and why is she in this book? Yeah, I don't know. Who- why are we bothered? About, where are we now? Why are we in an office? <laughs> on the mountain? I don't know what's going on. It's like so much happens between the bits when we get to read the book. So I've done it in just chapters, just like, um, and I've named them after the wards. So there's like the oh. definitions of surgical and emergency. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I tell you stories from the emergency department. It tells you about how we deal with emergencies. It's like, I just love it. I know I shouldn't love the book this much, but I love it. Oh, it's just, good. It's, uh, it's going to be perfect for anybody who's coming into nursing. Just like, just a little bit of what's to come and a little bit of the nature of what this is and what we can <laughs> keep about ourselves that's good and what we should watch out for. Yeah. And then anybody who's in the shit fight, you can pick it up and pick, put it down and read it on the toilet. And, you know, it'll just, if you love nursing, you'll love it. If you hate nursing at the yeah. minute, you'll love it more. And then the retired nurses will love the banter. I want it to be the book, you know, like um, what to expect when you're expecting all the yeah. kind of people. Oh, that yeah. I want it to be that for nurses. Like just <laughs> one that they get that gives them a laugh. That's amazing. Like, I feel like what you do is exceptional and what Mm. we do is kind of not mimicking that, but we started this podcast because nursing is so special. Like, and, and the, and we sort of talked about it, like the, the nursing humor and that dark, wicked kind of the, that no one else understands. And then when you go to a party and there's a room full of nurses, you're all dying from laughter because you just get it. Yeah. And I feel yes. like I feel like that's what you do as well. Um, just that you have this like dark, wicked um <laughs> humor yes. that uh, you know, and I feel like nurses relate to each other in that way. Um they do most of my audiences are like it would be so I've just finished Adelaide Fringe and that was a 500 seater. And I'd say 400 of those every night would be nurses. Yeah. And the other 100, I'm waiting for them to kick in. But about 10 minutes in, they realise that you can laugh. <laughs> yeah, you're to allowed to laugh at it. Yeah. I cover it in their head. You know, like it's just that kind of thing. We just um, did an episode on foreign bodies. And so we, oh, we, yeah. we did some stories and we did some like about the psychology of it. And then we did some, what should you do as nursing? And then at the end, we were like, we just hip it. Like we were such hypocrites because we're laughing at everybody that's done this stuff. But I was telling you not to <laughs> laugh at the patients. And I'm like, in this format, we can sort of, you know, we know that the people listening to us will get what we're saying. And then so when you're, you go in a, and- you're in a town of five or six thousand whatever it was thousand people we we don't tell our people patients who, the people who have lost things inside themselves 
I should imagine you go through Tinder pretty quick. In a time <laughs> I had a friend right. come to use Tinder here and she's like, this bloke must really like his lettuces because he just had pictures of his paddock of <laughs> lettuces and his tractor on there. Oh, that's so much better than stroking a sedated tiger. That's gorgeous. I'd date a bloke who had pictures of lettuces. That's gorgeous. I was like, yeah, salad season, bring but it on. We haven't really talked about like- it. If, if somebody says to you at a party, what's the worst thing you found in someone? I always have like made up ones ready to go because I just think if somebody's there, yeah, that did put the snow globe up there, yeah, they're not gonna think, they're not gonna think, do you know what? She's probably talking about someone else. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I also don't think they would ever go to your union or to your nurses board and go, she was at a party talking about the snow globe yeah. for herself. I want to take this to court. I think I think they'd just leave it. We went through a lot of, because initially the podcast was going to be, you know, stories, more stories than anything. And then we really sat down and went through all the legalities and went, actually, we probably can't go this way. And I had a podcast as well. And I had the same thing. I was like, don't talk to me about your nursing stories. So I had to swap. But the minute you start talking about the weirdest thing they found up someone's ass, then you have to delete it, don't you? Yeah, well, we do a lot of Reddit threads. Yeah, we take stuff off the internet internet. that people have gladly Mm. put out there. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so we kind of shine a light on things but that aren't our own stories. Like we're very careful about that. Mm. Did you ever, like with your comedy, obviously you don't tell specific stories about patients, but did you ever have concerns? I know the hospital wrote a policy about you. But did you ever have concerns about sort of um, juggling your comedy and your nursing and whether it was going to compromise that? Very much depends on your direct line boss. Mm. So early on, I took the when I started going on TV, I took the initiative. So I was on the permanent pill, so I was answerable to the nurse, the this, the this duty nurse coordinator, the head nurse, you know, the one that you rock up to at the start of the shift and say, "Where am I working today?" That's yeah. who I was responsible. She was great. And me and her just decided that I know my code of conduct, which is basically try not to shag the patients, <laughs> don't talk about the patients in the pub, uh, be nice to, you know, it's just, it's, it's yeah. that. It's just, and don't don't reflect yourself badly. So she was, um, she was great. She was like, and I suppose we've got a media and communications department. You just, if you're on telly, just let them know you're going to be on and live and die by what you say. So, you know, you can't say you didn't say, you know, we're not going to vet you, but just, know that if you fuck it up your registration will be on the line and yeah, yeah. never got anything from that do you know the weirdest mm. one I got and I'm talking about it now because I've written the book I don't think I'm not mean about the public system I love I love that we have it but the, that that's certainly some of the I don't like the the, the structure of it mm. you know yeah, what I mean hierarchy. Yeah. I've been in it long enough to see all the flaws so yeah. there's some of that is pointed out in the book and um so I don't think I'd be welcome <laughs> in that again I'm not doing it to me, no, I'm doing it just to be honest. And yeah. I thought, you know, I'm at a point now, there's loads of other jobs I could do. So anyway, um, the weird one I got in trouble for was, so I went back to work, nursing, and um, during the lockdown, my because of the viral clip, my socials following had gone from about 5,000 to 80,000, and most of them are in America and England, right? So... I go back to work and we're all worried about the nurses in Melbourne. So, you know, when you're going through that horrible time at the beginning there. Mm. So in our staff rooms, it was really evident in the staff rooms that we were all going, oh God, you just feel for them, don't you? You know, that just, oh, and some of them are not living with their families and we didn't know how to do this yet. 
And so one one night going to sleep, I was just struck with this thing of, do you know what? We can actually let them know we're thinking, like it's all right saying it in our staff rooms, but I know from traveling around that the Royal Adelaide has a Royal Melbourne, that the, every city has a North, South, East and West. Every prison has a hospital, every, you know, like I was just mm-hmm. like, if we can pair all them up. So the emergency unit at the Royal Adelaide, you send a letter or a cake or something to the, the emergency department at the Royal Melbourne. You know, it was just that simple. So I filmed a little clip in my bed in the morning just to say it, just in my jamas, you know, just like, all right, guys, I've just been thinking we can <laughs> know what we're doing. Uh, bah, 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 bah. I send that off to my agent and just go, I oh, just because I got someone who manages me socials. I was mm. like, oh, just stick that out there and get some good copy with it. Anyway, he gets back to me. I'm at work at this point, sat in my work's car in my work's uniform, ready to do my district shit. And then um, he said, look, it's really dark in that bedroom. Can you just go again? So I just hang it off my steering wheel in my uniform. And I start going, all right, Narlan, Carlin, Sarlan, statewide staff meeting here. Um, and just, I run a statewide staff meeting where I tell all the person of SA to send cake <laughs> to um, find, your sister, find your sisters and brothers in Melbourne, get it done. Uh, this is how we, this is how we're going to sh- send them sugar, send them love, send them a letter if you can't. <laughs> not thinking anything of it, just not even thinking of it. So this goes fucking bunter. This is like, it has over 300 actions. It's like people inboxing me all the time. It's got taken off in America and England and everything. Everybody's sending these cakes around. <laughs> people already got to the point where they're sending around individually wrapped biscuits because they got the hang of the Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All of this. And it just got loads of love. Do you know what I mean? And then I get called into an office, sort of, oh, about eight weeks into it. I just get an inbox from someone who used to be my student and she goes, George, have you, um, have you got time for a meeting about fundraising? So I thought she was going to ask me to do some shitty cinema night, right? So I was like, oh, <laughs> I've probably not got time for a meeting. Probably not got time for a meeting. I'm just, you know. Anyway, it became very apparent that I had to go to this meeting. I thought, she's got balls. She was my student, you know. Anyway, I get in there and she's dressed like a power player. And I'm like, fuck off. Are you my boss now? <laughs> How many syllables in your name? Oh my god! How many syllables in your name? How many title? And she and it was like a really long title: acting divisional director. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so proud of you. I said, Look, I, I, what can I do for you? I'm really not into cinema nights and things, you know. I, I just don't kind of thing. And she was like, No, actually, we need a word with you. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> poor little duck had to tell me off. Oh. <laughs> Just after, because we got on really well, which is, I really rated her. She was good, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for her because then she's going, um, you can't call statewide staff meetings. <laughs> oh, oh, I never thought of it like that. I thought everyone just knew I'm a dickhead. <laughs> um, like, I honestly didn't. What did you think you were doing? She was like, and I was like, I honestly thought I'm sending cake to nurses in Melbourne. <laughs> I'm funny. Like... <laughs> I just felt so bad for her though. She's having to tell me off. We like each other. She's younger than you know. You just yeah. felt so bad. Yeah, not even the social media policy. That was for the charitable donations. Then they had to investigate me to see if I'd taken any money off. Oh, oh shit. I didn't. I like, didn't even think. So yeah, that was the most interesting. Well, that's um, brilliant. Now I want to ask you, so you had a knee replacement. When was that? So I did that. And one, my left one is 
a year old and the other one's two years old. And I'm so happy. If you are oh. modeling from the car park, get them done. <laughs> like, so we I know that. Why nurses just hobble in from the car mm. park. And I did it. It was a six year decline of osteoarthritis. And four years were cope with, uh, I could cope. And then the last two years, I just kept having to go to my duty manager and go, I don't think I can work on that department anymore. <laughs> I don't think, I can't work two days together anymore. I can, you know, it just over yeah. two years. And then the minute I had the first one done, I was like, why did I wait? <laughs> yeah, it, it's hard to get them done again later on, but why would I waste the next 20 years? Oh, yeah. and pain. So we know that nurses obviously make the worst family members, but do they actually make the worst patients? Uh, I was, I was, I think, I know, I was good. Yeah, was that's what good. they all say. <laughs> I did put in a complaint. <laughs> I, did, I put in a complaint. Same nurse both night shifts, so the, I had the legs done separately, which was one of them that didn't believe pain was pain. She mm. didn't want me to have pain. And it was when the block was wearing off and it was overnight and both times the longest night of my life. Mm. And they knew after the second one, because um, all night I was going, oh, just give me, some, oh my God, give me some fentanyl. Said, we don't want you to get hooked. I'm like, I'm just, I'm, I'm 24 hours out of an operation. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then she knocked me in the morning. She gave me way too much. So by the time the morning shift came on, they were like, what the fuck has happened here? <laughs> And so later on, and, and the, the I, didn't, I hadn't complained at all, but the unit manager came in and was like, oh, look, I really feel you were badly treated. Do you want to talk about it? That was great. That yeah. is good. And I wasn't bitter anymore or scared of yeah. doing it, you know what I mean? She <laughs> was just like, I know you haven't come to me, but I just want to know, how are you? Because, you know, I looked at your records overnight and that wasn't right. And so I said, yeah, and she said, if you want to make a formal complaint, you can. And I went, no, can we just chat about it? And then I said, do you have a look at my notes from last night, last time I was in? But I think exactly the same nurse did exactly mm. the same thing. Oh, you know, that's right. if, yeah. the doc- if the doctors write it up and you ask for it, I'm going to give it to you. I mean, if you're day 14, <laughs> might have something We're, to say yeah. about it. We all have our thing that we mind is clean glasses and enough pain relief. I like a clean yeah. glasses. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was a good patient. Is there anything more beautiful than the first post-op shower, except no. the first post-op poo? That yeah, <laughs> it's just oh, you think it's never going to happen, and then it happens, and you're empty and contented. And oh. those are a bit of a touchy <laughs> subject for me at the moment. <laughs> oh, you're not doing them. Oh man, <laughs> have you got your nurse mate that could give you an enema? Have oh, you got one that you could? I could self admit. I'm not. Get, I'm not getting a fleet. <laughs> yeah, Can I just eat? think. I think that, like I've definitely got a mate that would give me an enemy. She's not even medical. She, I've got a mate. I could yeah. ask if I was just for fun. Well, you, one you, probably you hasn't seen a bum hole in about three years. <laughs> I've been on the ward in twelve months. So <laughs> you are evil, aren't you? Which to me is it's just because I've never worked in it. It always seems like a made up science i know that when you're in it you probably know more mm. but it's like two people can have exactly the same thing and then get exactly the same drug and have, it's just a fucking lottery in it yeah and even the word oncology just makes me think of the word onk is just silly yeah like study- <laughs> you know like it's something the muppets would <laughs> yeah study. I they feel like study. that's what the ward think of us. Oh. Like when they come down and they see me there with no patients, they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I'm busy. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, you're the kind of character you need in oncology, aren't you? You yeah. get sort of people 
months on end, they were just frustrated with parking and yeah, and whatever else. Yeah, we oh. definitely, I definitely, like in a Christmas card a couple of years ago, I got thanks for being so funny, Kelly, or thanks for making me laugh. And I thought, oh, is that a compliment or like, should I, yeah, should I tone it down this, it or like? <laughs> it wasn't thanks for all the great care. Yeah. It was- <laughs> yeah. People want to laugh when shit happens. Yeah. They just my, my husband has a Sunday afternoon drinking squad, right? They, they call it darts. There's no darts board. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they all darts. And one of them's had a massive stroke and he's um, ended up sort of paralyzed on one side and he's got to wear an eye patch all the time because um, he sees double vision. And when the blokes went in to see him, they took him a parrot for his shoulder because of <laughs> the parrot. It's just like there's no, if they went in with, oh my goodness, he's like, yeah. we're going to do a park run for you and we're going to, set up a GoFundMe so you can mm. go back. They don't want that. They want a fucking parrot. They want <laughs> just to laugh. That's oh, something yeah. I would do. I would absolutely do Yeah. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring you a parrot when you have a stroke. Oh, God. I hope you get to poo soon as well. That's, Thanks. That's more important <laughs> me than the baby. I think I'm more worried about the poo after the baby, that everyone mm, tells you that it's yeah. horrifying. Oh, I was in my – so I gave birth in the hospital I worked in. And the post baby poo, you've also got the big pad in there that's like mm. a fucking mattress. And that fell in the toilet and I flushed it. And then orderlies and the fucking maintenance people that I worked with had to come and sort out my shit and <laughs> post exploded oh. funny pad. So yeah, just be careful with that. Make sure your pad doesn't yeah, take fall it out. In the toilet in the hospital. Just just that's my birthing advice. Get it on your birth plan. All right, thanks. <laughs> I'll write that down. <laughs> I think if I keep laughing, I'm going to go into labour tonight. <laughs> you yeah. can't go into labour. You've got to follow me on my socials as well, Georgie Carroll on Facebook. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll link that in anyway. Yeah, we uh, absolutely will. Yeah. Yep. Um, and we might put a link to your um, to all your shows yes. and yeah, your book. Do that. Georgie, thanks for taking the time to chat with us today. It's been thoroughly entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> You've made a fat pregnant lady's dreams come true. Oh, thanks, mate. So excited. We're going to take a short break while Alicia goes to spawn. I'll be back with fun solo episodes, so stay tuned. It'll be boring. No, it won't. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave us a review. Our Instagram is at Two Humorous Nurses Podcast. And don't forget to follow Georgie Carroll. Um, send us an email with your stories, suggestions to humorousnurses at gmail.com. That's humorous like the bone. H U M E R U S. Bye. Bye.